0: Amen. Well, look in your bulletin real fast. We're glad you're here today. My name's Sean Afghan, Lee lead pastor here. We're glad uh, that you've come, and uh, I'm excited about what God's doing here. Uh, in your bulletin is uh, awakening um, information about our fasting that we're starting tomorrow. And uh be 21 days, and um, I want to encourage you to fast. something. One, one of the things we're encouraging you to do is fasting time. That means you know, time that you may be wasting, or you know, just you know, fast those things. If you're on Facebook a lot, if you're, um, do I think Facebook is a waste of time? Mostly, amen. I mean, you know, it's it's communication. I know it can be some fruitful times in it, but um, but I mean, th- th- even watching TV can be wasteful. Okay. Um, uh, anything that's wasteful in your life, I want you to fast that time and replace it. You've got to replace it with good stuff. And so I want you to replace it with spending time with the Lord, with worship, prayer, reading His Word, studying His Word. And uh, and uh, I want you to replace those time. I want you to fast food, and there's uh, some information about uh, fasting, uh, different types of fasts you can go on during these 21 days. And I want to encourage you to do something, whatever it is, whether it's just fasting... You know, sugar or whatever. I mean, whatever God leads you to do, you do it, okay? And, uh, and let's just see God just uh, do something in our lives. And as we increase, we draw closer to Him. The Bible has a promise that He's going to draw closer to us. And so let's just see that happen in our lives. Amen? Let's make this 21 days something that's going to be a mark for this whole 2013 as 21 days that changes our lives and set us forward to what God has for us in 2013. Amen? And also, I, I do a 21-day devotional that will come every uh, morning. If you uh, want that, uh, you can sign up. Just call the church here if you haven't already signed up for it. And uh, if you think you're signed up for it and don't get it, uh, starting tomorrow afternoon, we'll have to do the database. Usually it comes every morning. But by tomorrow afternoon, if you're not receiving it, just give the church a call and get your email on. on. Uh, give it to Darla, and we can uh, update everything. Make sure you get that. Amen? God's good, isn't he? Amen. Also in your bulletin, some notes you can follow along with us. We're in a series called Whosoever, and it's about the invitation of God. And God is uh, inviting us uh, to do some great things with Him. And I believe God's inviting us to do some great things with Him this year. I'm excited about what He's doing. So turn to John chapter 4, verse 14. And uh, it says here, it says, Whosoever drinketh of of the water that I shall give him, Shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him, a well of water springing up into everlasting life. And you know, we talked about last week about the invitation of God. We talked about him inviting us, that he's not a respecter of persons, that he's inviting us really to get involved in what he has called us to do, who he's called us to be into salvation. And here's the invitation again to come and drink of a water, of a life-giving water that's springing up inside of us and it's springing up of everlasting life. And that water that he's telling us to come drink, is—we he talked about, it, is in us, in you and I. And this is the invitation that there's something inside of you that's greater than anything outside that's going on around you. There's something that's inside of us that gives us life and life abundantly. And, and listen, that's what we have to learn to access this. Now if you're a believer in here, there is something that's been deposited inside of you that's a well, that the Bible calls a well. And a lot of times, uh, your some versions say fountain, but most of theologians it, describe it as a well. And it's very important to understand that because a well is something that we need to learn to draw out of inside of us. That we need to learn to to go inside and to get and to learn how to access as a believer and to learn how to allow it to flow from inside of us, outside of us, even into others. I love what it says in Isaiah 55, verse 1. It says, Is anyone thirsty? Come now and drink. Even if you have no money, come take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. And this is really talking about the salvation that God has for us. A lot of times as believers, we, we think that salvation is when we get to heaven and we're going to heaven. And great thing about that is that's part of it. But it's more than that. I mean, he, he, like I said last week, he didn't, didn't dangle salvation. He says, you know, here it is. You've got to wait till you come to heaven. He, he told us how to pray. You know, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so that salvation is the free gift of God. And it's for us today, and we need to learn how to access it. John seven thirty eight says this out of the New Living Translation says, Anyone who is thirsty, I am. Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone, anyone who believes in me may come and drink, for the scripture declares, rivers of living water will flow from his heart. You know, there's living waters that are inside of you. And a lot of times what happens to us, when things are coming all around us, that depression is trying to come in, the weight of this world, the disappointments. You know, we try to look outside. You know, we read all the self-help books, and they may be Christian books. And we look on the outside. We look to gain acceptance from our friends, from the people around us, from our family. And it's fleeting. It never works. Because we're not going to the real source, which is really inside of us. And he says, if anyone believes, and you know a lot of times, you know, I talked about last week how we think that God likes certain people more than others because it seems like things are going well in their life. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, it may be that they've learned to access the joy that's inside of them. They've learned to access The peace that is inside of them. They've learned to access the strength that's inside of them. Listen, you have the same amount of power and spiritual ability as Jesus did. You have the same Holy Spirit. And that's what we're talking about. What is inside of you is the source of living water that never runs dry. Is the very Spirit of God Himself. See, you and I are the ark of of the presence of God now. You are the ark of the presence of God. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6, 18 that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit, the presence of the Holy Spirit of God. The Spirit Himself, God in the sense Himself, is inside of you, is a part of you. Remember when Adam was was made, he, he breathed life into Adam. He didn't breathe life into any other person. Uh, any other being, any other animal. He breathed life into Adam. It was a part of him. He became a part of mankind when he did that. And when Jesus came and died for our sins and, and rose again, he made the ability of the glory of God, the presence of God himself to come back in to mankind. Even, even, even he, he, did, he did it back to his disciples. Jesus even breathed life back into them. What does that mean in us? Is that the power of God, the very ability of God, of who God is, is inside of us. You want real joy? Look inside. Do you want real peace? Look inside. It is the presence of God. And our relationship with the Holy Spirit inside of us is very crucial for us to understand that in order to see the change that we want to see on the outside and to see the joy and the happiness and everything that we're going for, what we believe God has called us to do, it's, it's crucial that we have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And we understand that's inside of us, the power that's inside of us. Luke 8, 10, Jesus says, To you it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. And how is that? It's because the Holy Spirit is inside of us. Can you imagine that? You and I have the very presence of God inside of us. It does not dwell in this building. This building is not holy at all. The only time it is holy when holy people like you enter in it. Come on. You are the one that brings in this presence. God doesn't feel an inanimate object anymore. He doesn't feel a place. He feels you. You have the presence of God. And we have to understand that. We have to understand that so we can start receiving the power and everything the presence of God has in it. Luke 24, 49 says, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Jesus telling the disciples, Listen, I don't want you to go anywhere until you have this power of God. That word endued means clothed, but it's more than that. It is actually, it has the cloth is, is on you. It sinks into your skin. That means it that endu, that empowerment becomes part of who you are. I love that. And so we have the power of God. We have his fruit, his giftings. Galatians 5, verse 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, longsuffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Listen, how many guys want peace in your life? It's inside of you. We just have to learn to draw it out of us. Listen, when depression starts to come on you, how do you receive the joy? Does joy come because everything starts to go right in your life? Or can you learn to have joy in trials and tribulation? And have joy all the time because joy is a truth, right? You have the joy inside. So how do we draw it out? See, most people never, always live like this. This is the way even Christians live. I become joyful when everything becomes good. But joy should happen all the time. It should not phase you when things go bad. We should be able to learn to draw from the inside of us and learn how to do that. Isaiah chapter twelve verse two. You know the joy comes from inside of us. It says, "Behold, God, my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and song. Yes, He has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy will you draw water." From the wells of salvation, the wells of salvation isn't somewhere else, isn't in somebody else. It's in you. It has been implanted in you. So how do we draw from this? As believers, we need to we need to learn this, to draw from it. Well, we draw from the wells of salvation by fasting, getting closer to the Lord. You know, making that determination that I'm going to do that through prayer. But here's one way. It's by speaking. Psalms 33, verse 6 says, By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and the hosts of them by the breath of His mouth. See, the Holy Spirit transfer what He has inside of you. You know, inside of us is our inheritance. Is the inheritance that God has for us. Is what Jesus came to die for us. It's not out here. It's not in, in, the, in the realm of glory. Really, the realm of glory is inside of you, it's with the Holy Spirit. And so, how do we draw from this? This is what I do. When, um, say, I, I'm feeling depressed, and I'm not feeling all joyful or anything, and the depression's trying to come on you. And so this is what I, I, I do. I, 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 start, I just get up and I, I have to realize, okay, this is not of God, for one thing. The thing I'm going through right now is not of God. This depression, this sadness that's coming on me, is not of Him. I've got to realize that. Because you, you know what? Your flesh will kick into that. It, it likes to, to be depressed. It... it, it you know, it, 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 it just kicks into this world. That's your old nature. And it just say, well, whatever comes, comes. You know, no, no, that's not it. You've got, to, you've got to make that decision and realize that what I have is this free gift of God. What I have is inside of me and I need to take that and run it and understand that this is a free gift, this is the salvation. this has been planted inside of me. I've got to realize what I have and re- willingly choose to make a withdrawal from it. And so I know inside of me and I'm not perfect at this. But I know inside of me there is something greater. The Bible says, "Greater is He that is in me than He that is in the world." And there is a I'm a whosoever, and that means I have an invitation by God to withdraw what He's implanted inside of me. I have that invitation, and it is free, and is there by Him, by Jesus Christ, and He's implanted that that in me by salvation when I accepted Him. And so I have this choice to draw from the wells of salvation that's inside of me. What God has saved me from. He saved me from depression. He saved me from lack. He saved me from, uh, from sin. And so I need to d- draw from it. And so what I do is I start, I start getting the word out. And I start, okay, I've got a. I, this is a free gift. No, I'm not. I refuse to go in it. And I start speaking the word. And I start walking around and I says, no, in the name of Jesus, this is who I am. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I start speaking what I need to speak. No, no, all my needs are met according to Christ Jesus. I, I mean, he supplies everything that I will ever need. And I start speaking, withdrawing from that, withdrawing from the inside of me. I begin to drink. From that, I begin to worship Him and praise Him and get my focus on Him because I start to behold Him. I need to behold Him. I start taking time to know Him and worship Him and adore Him through prayer and through fasting and through His Word. And I begin to speak that because when I begin to speak His Word, because without declaration, there's no creation. And what I want to see in my, in my life has to be spoken from his word just like he had to speak creation to being and when we declare the covenant of god that that we have because of what jesus did for us our words are empowered by the very life of god by the very presence of god the holy spirit that's inside of us and that is what begins to bring transformation in our life on this earth that's why That's why Jesus says to pray. When he said to pray, not to think upon. He didn't think just to to think in your mind. He meant to speak your word. Pray, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's worship that's coming out from you. We worship you because you are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. And I worship you and I start beholding him who he is. So our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I start speaking his will. And his will is in his word. His will is maybe not what's going on in your life. His will is what His Word says about you. His Word is what is implanted inside of you and me. That is His will. Luke 17, 21 says, Nor will they say, see here or see there. He says, for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. So many times we're looking for the kingdom of God just to be planted around us. But it's inside of you. We've got to know who we are in Christ Jesus. We've got to know that when I start speaking the word of God, man, I tell you what, something happens. So when depression starts to come on me, I get up and I speak it. I speak it loud. Somebody asked Lisa on the 101. She was doing the 101 class last week. And she says, you know, I asked him, and we get this a lot. is, Is Sean the same way on stage as he is at home? I mean, is that the same way? And Lisa didn't really understand the question as much. She says, You mean loud? <laughs> and and, and Lisa, well, yeah. <laughs> I am. I'm very loud. I mean when I that's just who I am. You don't have to be like that, but I tell you what, when when I need to draw from the well, I mean, it's something very personal with me. And I get up, man, I, I, you know, when I realize, and, I, and, and I'm, I, hopefully I'm getting better at realizing who I am. You need to get better every day, and hopefully this, this next 21 days, that's what you're going to see more about of who you are in Christ Jesus. That when those thoughts come against you, when it starts telling you that you're no good, when it starts to get you depressed and lonely, that you start speaking the word of God. And you get up. And I, man, this is what I do. I speak the word. And I speak the vision that I know he has for my life. And that begins to draw up the joy inside of me. You know, Jude 20 says this. You know, build yourself up in your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Spirit. Now that could mean your prayer language. Or that could mean in just English that you're speaking the word. It, can, it means both, I believe. But you do it. Whatever you have, you do it. Because you have the very Spirit of God inside of you. You have God Almighty. And don't rely on anybody else to build you up because it probably isn't happening all the time. You take charge. And you say, God, I know who I am in you. I know what's inside of you. And you start allowing that river to bubble up inside of you. And you allow it to come up. And you start speaking those empowered words by the Holy Spirit of God. I tell you what, every single time I do that, I see a change in my life. I see a change in my direction. I get clarity. I don't allow the fear to come in. That's when you can have the the power and love and the sound mind. Not because of who you are, because of who is inside of you and is going to permeate outside of you. It's going to come out and just draw it out. And you begin to draw it out by praying, by fasting, by speaking His Word. And that Holy Spirit transfers what He has inside of you, your inheritance, to the outside of you by the declaration that you speak in your words. You do it over your marriage. You do it over your children. You do it over your business, over your job. You you become active in speaking and declaring the Word of God. You do it over the ministry that God has for you. You do it over your neighbors. You do it over your attitude. Your attitude starts to change. Amen? I mean, I am not a morning person. I, don't, don't talk to me until I have my coffee. And even that could be—you might be lucky to get me after that. You know, wait till about ten o'clock. You know, till I pray. I mean, I have to—I have to turn on worship music, and I—I I know. I mean, my kids come down, and you know, they're all joyful and happy and want to play. I don't know what's wrong with them. I mean, here I, I've got to get up. I get up, you know, two or three times to go to the bathroom in the nighttime, you know, and then then I wake up and. And uh, feel you know, draw, draw, you know, just drowsy, and I'm not, I'm not just there. And here they come down, smiling, yelling, and I'm thinking, I'm about ready to beat you. <laughs> now, don't look at me. You've had the same feeling about your kids, you know. <laughs> oh, I, I don't, I don't corporal punish my, my kids. Well, you probably should, but not beat them. You know, don't don't, don't write me any letters if you if you want to write me emails. Teamans at CornerstoneLife dot org. <laughs> oh thank you jesus but man i tell you what i have to get you know you know you know your attitude affects people around you and you are supposed to be light and salt to this earth to the world now really your world not not the world in africa as much as your world at home. Your world and your your business. And so in order to do that, you can't be you. You have to be him. And I need to get with him. And so my kids need me to be like Jesus. Because if I'm like Sean, I'm not a good father. I need to be like Jesus, and so I need to draw from this well not just once in a while, but on a continual basis to build this relationship that's inside of me with the Holy Spirit, because I need His strength, I need His empowerment. You know Acts one eight. You know Jesus said that you're going to be have that power, the dunamis power of God, to be His witnesses. Now that dunamis, a lot of times we just call it miracle working power, but it's actually, if you go dig deeper, it's the miracle working power to live your life in all areas of life on a consistent basis. Not just once in a while, not just at a point in time, but the Holy Spirit's meant to be there to empower you. Remember Adam and Eve? They were clothed with the glory of God. And when sin happened in, it had to go. But they were clothed. Well, Jesus brought that back into us again. That we should be clothed with the glory of God again. Not once in a while, but on a continual basis. And that only happens at the act of your will. That you choose to make Him the Lord of your life in every situation. And start developing a lifestyle of drawing from... The wells of salvation that never run dry. And when we do that, we become that light. We become who Christ called us to become. We can defeat the enemy. That's when greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world really means something. Because you're seeing the battles won on a daily basis. You're seeing the joy come out no matter what is happening in your life. Because I'm telling you what, joy is better than depression. Right? Peace is better than war. Self-control is better than lack of control. Amen? So we have the presence of God. Kindness is better than being mean. So is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. And that is in, for, in us, and that's for us, and that's who God is. In Isaiah 55, let me read, read, read one through uh, verse uh, 3. It says, Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, come, take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend money on food that does not give you strength? So what is food? It could be the bad thoughts, the wrong thinking, the depression, the temptation. He says, why feed on that? Why spend money, your time, your resources on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does you no good? Listen to me. You will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food when you come to me with your ears wide open. Listen and you'll find life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you the unfailing love I promised to David. And this promise is inside of you, the very Holy Spirit of God. And he's saying, Draw from it, church. Draw from it. Be consistent. It is inside of you. God is not a respecter of person. It is a whosoever wills. Whosoever chooses to come and drink. And when you come and drink, there is power. God doesn't love me more than you or you more than me. He loves us all the same. His love has been poured out upon us. He has given you everything that you need. He's given me everything that I need. It is in all inside of me. It's all inside of you. Draw from it. So take that bucket of prayer. Take that bucket of His Word and start just drawing from it. Make that choice. Stop what you're doing and start speaking His Word. Stop what you're doing and start praying. Stop what you're doing and start fasting. Fasting those thoughts. Fasting that food that doesn't do you any good and start focusing on him and start receiving what's inside of you and let those rivers of life spring up. Spring up inside of you and I. And as you begin to do it, man, that joy, that peace, that love, that kindness, that gentleness, that self-control, that the power of the Lord, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge... The working of miracles, the special faith, I mean, those things start to rise up inside of you and you start seeing a change in your life. And these next 21 days start drawing from, learn to draw from the well. You know, people say it takes two weeks to create a habit. Make it a habit of drawing from the well of God. It may seem like you're forcing it. You may seem, it may seem weird to you because it's new to you. You know, you speaking and you, you know, yelling out and just speaking the word and praying. But listen, do it for two weeks. It becomes who you are. And this is what needs to become who you are. You need to change. Listen, if you don't change something, you're never going to have anything different. So let's start changing this stuff. And let's start doing it together as a church family. These next 21 days, we're going to give you an extra week to make a habit. I know some of us are slow. Amen? (laughs) You know, my hands are up. You know? So let's start doing that and start believing the Lord. So bow your heads right now. Just start doing it right now. Start focusing on Him. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus. We give you our all right now in Jesus' name. Father, you have implanted inside of us your precious Holy Spirit. Whosoever drinks from this water will never thirst again. You're telling us, God, that when we learn to drink from the well of that life-giving Spirit that is inside of us, we will never thirst again. We will know where to get what we need. And so, Father, right now, just lift your hands to the Lord. Start focusing on Him and make this commitment to Him that you're going to just focus on Him and start drawing from the well inside of you. So, Father, we choose that right now in Jesus' name. We just love you, Lord. We give you everything right now in Jesus' name, all that we have. And Father, for these next three weeks, we commit to you to fast, to pray, to speak your word, to start creating a lifestyle of drawing from the Spirit that's inside of us. Because greater is He that is in us than He that is in the world. So we choose you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we just love you, Jesus. And we thank you. We become a whosoever. We accept the invitation to come and drink. We accept the invitation, Father God, that we are the ark of your presence to drink from the well that's inside of us right now. In Jesus' name. Let's stand up. Let's worship the Lord right now. Prayer team, come on up. If you need prayer for anything, just come on up here. Let's just worship Him. Let's settle this with Him. Amen.